Welcome to episode four of the Plant Pathology Podcast. My name is Rosalind and I'm your host. In today's episode, we're going to switch things up a bit. Instead of talking about current plant pathology research, we'll be focusing on one particular disease and how to control it in a home garden. Specifically, we'll be talking about a disease called brown rot, which is caused by a fungus called monolinia. Brown rot is one of the most destructive diseases of peach and nectarine, but it can also affect other stone fruits, including apricot, cherry, and plum. You can recognize brown rot by certain symptoms. So if you have fruit that are forming on your tree, you'll have small circular brown spots that develop on these fruit. Those spots will enlarge and coalesce, and at that point, the peach or other stone fruit will mummify. So this means that your peach will shrivel and turn black, and at that point, it's covered in tan to gray colored fungal spores. The peach, once it's mummified, may fall off the tree, or it can remain attached. In addition to infecting the fruit, this fungus can also infect the blossoms. Once it infects the blossoms, it can move from there to infecting the shoots, and when it's in the shoots, it can cause sunken brown gummy cankers. So that's how we recognize the disease, but how do we control it? To understand that, we need to know about the life cycle of the pathogen. During wet weather and moderate temperatures, the fungus will produce spores. These spores spread to new areas primarily via wind and splashing rain, but insects such as honeybees can also transmit the spores to new blossoms. Cold winter weather will kill most of the pathogen each year, but the fungus can survive and overwinter in infected plant material. The biggest problem here is any remaining mummies. So if you have peach mummies that are still on the tree, then that's a great place for the fungus to overwinter and then infect your peaches next year. The fungus can also overwinter in any cankers that happen to be on the tree. So that's the basics of the pathogen biology, but how can we apply that knowledge to control the disease? The big thing is to remove any infected plant material. You want to get rid of those mummies and get them out of the area. So you want to carefully prune your tree. You want to get rid of any cankers. And since fungi grow best when it's wet, you also want to use the pruning to open up the canopy so the tree can dry off faster after it rains. If you have any other stone fruit trees, you'll want to do the same to them. For example, cherries are not as susceptible to brown rot, but if the fungus overwinters in some cherry mummies, those can infect your peach trees next year. So be vigilant. Another thing to help is to thin out the developing fruit just to the point so that the remaining fruits will not be touching each other. Fruits that are touching each other provide an ideal environment for the pathogen, since that area of contact will dry out much more slowly. So again, wet conditions are ideal for the fungal growth. So you want to avoid as much wetness as possible. You also want to remove any injured fruit. If you have a hailstorm, you should be out removing any fruit that got injured. You should also take measures to keep insect pests under control, since those can wound fruit. 
Now, aside from all this pruning, another big thing is to just have more resistant peach varieties in the first place. Most peach varieties are very susceptible to brown rot, but there are some that are pretty resistant. Those cultivars include Alberta, Glowhaven, and Baby Gold Number no. 5. Unfortunately, even with all the cultural controls, fungicide sprays are usually required if ripening occurs when the weather is warm and wet, especially if you have a more susceptible peach variety. If you do choose to use fungicides, you have a choice of organic or non-organic fungicide sprays. Effective non-organic fungicides include Captan, Myclobutanil, and Propiconazole. If you want to use an organic fungicide, you can use copper or sulfur-based sprays. There are always risks every time you apply a pesticide. Whether you're using organic or non-organic pesticides, be sure to exactly follow the label on the container. Don't use more than the label says you can use. It will also tell you how long you should wait before you can safely eat the fruits or vegetables that were sprayed. Many pesticides, including the ones I mentioned, are toxic to aquatic organisms, so don't spray near open waterways. Keep honeybees in mind, too, whenever you apply pesticides. Spray very early in the morning or right before dark if you're going to spray. That way, the bees are safely at home. The organic fungicides that are mentioned are much safer for use around honeybees, too, so consider using them. Well, hopefully these tips will help you keep your stone fruits healthy and tasty. That's all for today's episode. See you next time!